Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Friends, Facts, and Fiction. As always, this podcast is made possible by our local convenience stores, the misappropriation of history, and you. And now to your hosts, Justin Hammonds, Brant Bramlett, and Drew Shellnut. What's up? What's happening, world? It's a podcast called Friends, Facts, and Fiction. Uh, episode 22, season five, trying to thrive and stay alive. It's also the last episode of this season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had um, you know, we had some scheduling and life things happen <laughs> in the past few months to where yeah. I have supposed to have been kind of sporadic, but... Yeah, um, I mean... I don't know. I've put some thought into this. Do you think it was a uh, self-fulfilling prophecy that we named this trying to thrive and stay alive? (laughs) And then so much shit happened to us (laughs) over the course of this last season in our personal lives. Of course. Or are we just a little bit fortune, like future readers? I mean, (laughs) what is the word for that? I mean... (laughs) Uh, foreseers, uh, no, psychic. come on. Yeah, well, it's like a type of psychic. It is, um, uh, I don't know. Pre- Cognition. Pre-cognition. Pre-cognition. Do, we, do you think Pre-cogs. we... Precox? It, yeah, like, we're precox. Fucking if the three of us uh, minority report. <laughs> Can you see? <laughs> do you think the three of us at this table no, somehow no. make yeah. that happen? Because yeah. so mean, many times we've accidentally yeah. recorded an episode and the release date is on is perfect. Who's for, Agatha? Perfect for this oh, date. No. Like the, the episode, <laughs> like some of the shit that we talk about is like happening Mm-hmm. Like yeah. outside of us trying to plan yeah, it, it's crazy. why is happening? Yeah. I don't know. Um, it is kind of wild that that is the motto for the season, and we had a, a lot of trials through the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of things have happened, um, you know. But we're here. We're still here, and we're still thugging. You know, we ain't left. You know what I'm saying? Oh hell no. Uh, we're probably gonna be probably biweekly is gonna work for us better. Moving forth, yeah, we'll um, probably throw more like tweeners out every other this week. next season. I'm thinking just yeah. something to where a little updates between episodes type of vibe. Yeah, yeah, and then um, you know maybe we just record one and a half times as long, and then we'll just parcel those out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. Be we might be stacking full pre- research episode where you get some giggles and some informations, or you know it'll just be like a quick little yeah. twenty minute jerk. Where yeah. and there's other ideas we've been trying to pan out too in this podcast universe. Um, you know, shouts out to uh Tales from Walk In and East Nashville Yacht Club um uh, podcast. Um yeah, both fantastic combine with them. podcasts to listen to. Yeah, and uh, trying to combine with them eventually because it's Nashville based and they're Nashville based and they're all homies and you know, there's 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 plans. We're not giving up on this <laughs> thing. Um no, I like it too. But, much, to um, yeah. I'm Justin Hammonds, by the way. And look at my boy Drew Shownut. <laughs> <laughs> my boy Grant Bramlett. Oh, 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 oh. Yep, always the opposite. Uh, Damn it. You know, <laughs> we, came, we, we started off hot today, you know what I'm saying, before the true introductions. But, yeah, we're here. We're, we're doing it. We're living it. We're breathing it. It's also Black History Month. Um, you know, it's Black History Month, man. Yeah. Do something cool. Go support no, black business. I, uh, don't support... Republicans talking about fucking black history. Anyway, oh, that's fair. Um, yeah, but on that note. So no Chick-fil-A for February? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> no Chick-fil-A February. That's exactly what that is. Hey, I, I did want to give a little bit of free advertising just for our uh, local community here. Uh, there is something called the Nashville Black Market, and it's their fourth annual Black History 
Month Expo. It's going to be Saturday, February 11th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Sunday, February 12th from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. It's going to be at the Nashville Fairgrounds, Mm -hmm. which is located at 625 Smith Avenue here in Nashville, Tennessee. It's free. And uh, here's a little thing for it that I found on WXRN.com. Nashville Black Market kicks back off this February for Black History Month at the Nashville Fairgrounds. The biggest black history event in Nashville. You don't want to miss it. Come celebrate black businesses and entrepreneurs. And the dates again. They're going to have food trucks, vendors, games, installations, live DJs, raffles, and it's all free. Parking is $5. And... Vendor booths are still available, so if you are a black-owned business in town and you haven't had a chance to uh, look into this yet, you can just go to the NashvilleBlackMarket.com backslash product page slash Black History Month event. So, if yeah. you are a, a local vendor and want to, you know, try and hop on there, please Definitely do check so. them out. And they do events every month too. Um, they, they do. They really, do. really, really dope uh, organization. Um, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I absolutely plan on going myself. So, yeah, um, I think I'll probably do the same. I'll, I'll quite possibly will go to. I think uh, I think my girl's going to Memphis this weekend. Randomly, my wife's going to Atlanta this weekend. You want to hang out? Isn't that some shit? Look at us. Just my wife's working. Just <laughs> well, look at that. Just, yeah, just some that. friends planning plans. <laughs> look at, look that. at that shit let's, there. Yeah, let's huh. trying to strive. Anyway, uh, strive to stay alive. You know, <laughs> trying to thrive and stay alive. Stri- I said strive. Oh man, <laughs> trying to strive alive. Trying to strive on the vibe. Trying to fucking, fucking, fuck. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm not drunk. You're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> flashback to season one yeah, right uh, right there um but uh everybody doing good there everybody everybody saw it um, yeah uh the other thing i wanted to cover is um our sound engineer came up with an awesome treatment based <laughs> off of a, the steam powered uh vibrators that we talked about on the last episode uh-huh. oh yeah the steam powered vibrators. Yeah, 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 so i'm just gonna read little, this verbatim from the text message um <laughs> It's pretty great. It's pretty great. <laughs> Hopefully it stays in. It's very funny. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I figured we could riff on that a little bit and then you can hop into your <laughs> wait, episode, wait. Jay. So, from Jules. So, when y'all are talking about the steam-powered vibrator, all I can think about is Back to the Future Part 3. Here's my take. <laughs> Camera fades in into a... a Late 1800 steampunky lab slash exam room. A sweaty patient is in an exam chair with stirrups. A huge machine with wheels, whistles, and other steampunkery takes up most of the room. And a portion of it extends under a modesty sheet spread over the patient's knees. Mad scientist Doc Brown is furiously manning the boiler attached to the machine trying to get the vibrator up to 88 miles per hour. (laughs) He tosses log after log into the chamber. His face is covered in soot. Camera keeps cutting to the patient's face and portions of the machine. Suddenly, the camera cuts to Marty looking at the boiler gauge and screaming, Doc! Doc! The red log! The boiler's gonna blow! Camera cuts to Doc, who stops in his tracks and looks at the gauge next to him. He gives a signature, shocked face, as he says, Great Scott! (laughs) The boiler blows, comically throwing him through the wall. Camera cuts to the patient, who is obviously achieving bliss, as the boiler is steaming over... (laughs) In the background, train whistles sound as the camera crossfades to Marty and Doc sitting haphazardly, shoulder to shoulder, on the floor, lighting cigarettes. Marty says, that was heavy. Cut to black. 
and scene. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all of that, all of that. Yes, we we need somebody to animate uh, that. Yeah, uh, without copyright infringement, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, Rick and Morty got away with yeah. it. I think yeah, we'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, right. yeah. So, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, that's that is heavy. Um, yeah. Heavy. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's a, that's a great interpretation. Of, oh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And, you know, you can always email us, too, about your crazy stories or ideas that you have at friends period, facts period, fiction at gmail.com. I will happily, happily read them, yeah. especially if they're funny. Yeah, exactly. I'll even read them if I don't find it funny. Maybe yeah. somebody else will, you know. Yeah, you never know, man. You never mm-hmm. know what pops your clutch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Could be a steam-powered vibrator. Could I, yeah, might be. I could pop a lot of clutches. Yeah. Mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey! That's, that's that mac and cheese. <laughs> but uh, Full throttle! <laughs> Actually, you know what? For the sake of it, let's start working on some sound effects now yeah. so we can work it into <laughs> you know the animated things. So do your little whistle yeah. thing again. Yeah, what are you doing there? <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus bless it. Oh man, I'm I'm glad, I'm glad we're getting the, getting some good vibes going because uh, today's subject is uh, pretty pretty heavy. You know, the old big pharma. The There's old that word medical again. industrial complex. Hey, it all Something ties in. wrong in the future with the Earth's gravitational pull. <laughs> it's heavy. Uh, That's what they say. Man, you know that was my favorite movie growing up. Yeah. I actually watched it last week. Nice. Yeah. They had to buy me a new VHS because I literally wore out the old, like, ribbon by (laughs) playing it too much. Uh, Bro, I always wanted those uh, Nike Air Mags when they came out. Duh. Them shits were super fly, but hella expensive. Especially those self-lacing ones from the second one. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Still still have not got those hoverboards. Mm -hmm. Whatever they call a hoverboard is not a fucking hoverboard, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, still hadn't have those. So, Mm -hmm. kind of sad about that. But anyway... Yeah, hope y'all doing well out there. You know what I'm saying? Hope you uh, are gearing up for, I don't know, Valentine's Day, spring break. I don't know what's going on in mm-hmm. your life. But, um, yeah, we're almost through this seasonal winter bullshit. So, Big Pharma and the medical oh, he's, he's industrial complex. Right, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, let's go for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting a clever segue or maybe a the, bathtub. The, the segue was, I'm uh, glad we get all that out of the way because <laughs> this next thing is heavy. See, I tied the heavies. <laughs> Drew caught that. You you missed that whole. <laughs> I was here. I was just expecting better. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. That's not clever. Anyway, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take a critique right now. All right. Uh, so, no so, on-air corrective criticism. <laughs> yeah, email us if you got the corrections, uh, Grant. Uh, so, <laughs> so. Big Pharma and the medical industrial complex are two subjects totally related, but also very touchy to talk about, especially since, uh, you know, a worldwide pandemic. Um, Everybody and their auntie have their own wild theories about whose fault it is, who's running prices up, and who's trying to put a chip in us, you know, or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, But honestly, it's no one person's fault or one nation's fault. Even though the U.S. has its problems with our how our major private companies can spike up prices and conceal test results. A few other countries have the same problem. They just don't allow private companies to control it. Their governments have almost full control over like the prices and all that. Right. But 
we will get deeper into that later. The reason why we wanted to cover this topic is to truthfully make you aware of how dire the situation is and how so much misinformation can distract us from the truth. Between a few major corporations and one leader of a hedge fund, medicine and medical treatment has skyrocketed over the past decades with some prices seeing a 5,000% increase. While the prices go up, the certainty of the success rate is getting lower. Yeah. That is a hit on the uh, ambulium. Anyway, there's a treatment for Alzheimer's that FDA approved that does not really show that it's going to work. Yeah, we, we tossed it. that out a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. That's kind of how I ended mine. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about that. It's theoretically groundbreaking. Yeah. But if it remains as insanely as, ex- as expensive as it is, we're not going to have enough clinical trials for it. Yeah. And it's probably not going to be that accessible to a majority of the public for a very long time. Just look at insulin. Well, you know, I was actually going to bring that up. I was planning on bringing that up in the sense that, you know, we, I don't know if anybody watched the state of the union that happened recently. What Biden Um, said was dope though. He did a good job. I was surprised at how agile he was at 80, but I, I I was impressed. Honestly, it really was. But the big one there was $13. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like to uh, production, packaging, and shipping is roughly how much it costs them, right? Mm-hmm. They're charging four to five hundred dollars per treatment, and yeah. Medicaid has to cover that cost for our senior citizens in this country, which yep. is just yeah. destroying our fucking budget yep. as far mm-hmm. as Medicaid is concerned. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and if we just pop it over to fucking thirty-five dollars a treatment, the pharmaceutical company still makes a very good profit. Yeah. And we can all afford to continue to live. Yeah. yeah. But it's uh, it's a little more complex than that. Mm. And this is because... No, of- no, it's not. <laughs> 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 and with that success rate getting lower and like test results not having enough time, uh, it's generally speaking, no one can afford it. Right. So the few people that have been cured may have to undergo treatments again if the symptoms reappear which is all fine and dandy in my eyes because if your life is on the line, a treatment now to keep me alive and one down the road for longevity is great. I mean, that's why we invented synthetic drugs to begin with. Mm -hmm. Also credit cards. I mean, yeah, yeah, when it comes to life or death, throw money at it. Yeah. But within reason. Yeah, exactly. But let's say, for instance, you have hemophilia B. There's a treatment for that called Bering's hemophilia B gene therapy. And it can save your life and, you know, save you from getting regular treatments. But it also costs $3.5 million a dose. My God. Jesus Christ. Most expensive medicine in the world. Uh, So how much does it cost to make? Do you know? I do not know, but it doesn't cost $3.5 million to fucking make. No. It, it, it's a, I'm positive it's a closely guarded secret. I mean, mm-hmm. if somebody does know, please email us, but I, yeah. I, I doubt that they want us to know how much that shit costs yeah. for them and to right. make it. Exactly. I mean, that's why they, they safeguard all that shit and have all, all of their... Um, they lawyered up everywhere. Well, yeah, and I mean, we're talking more about supply and demand, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, they have the only drug that exists. The demand for it is saving your life. Yeah. Well, if you've got $3.5 million, you're going to spend it. Exactly. And even if you don't, you're going to find a way to somehow do it. So, with a success rate with this drug at 94%, that means 6% of the patients, at minimum, might have to pay $7 million to get, you know, the proper... Like benefit from the medicine. Yeah, if you have to go undergo a second treatment, yeah. sure. And that's why Big Pharma sucks. Not because Bill Gates wants to put a fucking chip in us to track what shows we binge watch between work. So, <laughs> right. 
to break this down into little sections. I'm going to talk about, you know, a couple major corporations uh, that pretty much decide what our lives are worth while gaining upwards of 55% pure profits in some cases in the process. But to circle back to why healthcare in America is so out of control, let's talk about private insurance for a quick sec. So, in most countries, the amount of public spending on healthcare is about the same, honestly. And that's including countries like Canada, Netherlands, the US, Germany, Sweden, even Japan, and many more. But we're talking about programs like, you know, Medicaid, Medicare, and Veteran Affairs. Mm-hmm. Like, it might be different in different countries, but US, United States speaking. Um, now, some countries spend a little more here and there, but it's in and around the same ballpark. So why is the U.S. a fucking dumpster fire? Well, capitalism. (laughs) Exactly. Well, we can start with private insurance. (laughs) Um, We spend almost double the amount in private insurance market than we do in the public market. So in turn, that gives the government no control over prices or regulations of the prices. So basically, uh, if we spent more money in Medicare or uh, public health that mm-hmm. takes power away from the private insurance companies to control everything that goes into medicine mm-hmm. in this country. Yeah. So therefore, no matter what we go to the doctor for, it's going to be more expensive in the U.S. Even if you're on Medicaid, yes, it'd be a little cheaper, but still expensive than the same procedure done in another country. Same with private insurance, but sometimes it costs more with private insurance. Yeah. And if it costs more for somebody insured, then it's almost always not even affordable for the uninsured. So there's always the cry for Medicare for all, and it seems it will remain that way in the U.S. for a while. But the main problem is most other countries' government have a master list of pricings that cannot be controlled by insurance companies or medical corporations. Yeah, and that, that really does track and make a lot of sense. Um, it's something I was thinking about the other day, not to, to you know take us too far off a topic, Yeah, but I had a moment, I had a thought where I was realizing that a lot of these countries, they started for very different reasons, right? Uh, one of the most unique things about uh, America is the fact that it started on an idea, right? There was no mm-hmm. yeah. anything other than a group of... The only country. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> a, a, a group of people that had this pretty wonderful idea of doing something fully democratically from the ground up, mm-hmm. right? And that idea of, of laissez-faire mixed with how much money we made in agriculture solely based off of indentured servitude got us so wealthy so fast while still being such a massively young nation. Mm -hmm. All these other countries that have less resources, less ability to make as much money as we did and continue to make, but have been around longer and have realized we need to do this you know, X, Y, or Z to take care of its citizens in order for this country to continue to flourish. Yeah, to, to have to a con- backbone continue, and like something to stand on. Yeah, yeah. To, to, con- to, Jesus, I'm so sorry, to <clears throat> continue to succeed. And I think that we are on this precipice right now, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why there's so much f- pushback. There's so much fight and why people have put, intentionally put out these 
really easily coined and repeated terms and phrases in order to help get public interest against something that's actually going to make us better, stronger, and more viable in the near future. Yeah. You know, I I think it's going to happen. I mean, but it's going to get real dark before yeah, I, we I would see hope the so. light of dawn. If yeah, we want right. to continue I, with my I, I stupid metaphor, so. you know. Um, but this price list that I mentioned, it typically works like this: say you have a medicine or some new procedure that will help someone in need mm-hmm. and the people need in this country where the government controls the price of it with their master list. You would take the medication or procedure to them and the government would set the price on what you can charge. Not the doctor, not the hospital, not the insurance company. Okay. Makes sense, right? It makes so much sense. Well, that's of course, you know, then you hope that the government uh, has your best interest at heart, but that's a deeper conversation for a deeper time. Uh, but to be honest, I'd rather fight one enemy than three. I'd rather be yeah. mad at the government than mad at the insurance, the, the hospital, mm-hmm. the doctor, yeah. the, phys- the physicians making a hustle out of it. You know, so I'm, I'm the same way, honestly. Yeah, um, but that's the main problem uh, with healthcare in America. Any corporation or company can influence the price of medical needs at any time with no limit or regulation. Speaking of which, Martin Shkreli. Yeah. It's a prime example of the evil that exists under this system. And if you don't know who he is, I hope you enjoyed the joy you had before learning about him. (laughs) Um, This fuck was the manager of a hedge fund on Wall Street who acquired the rights to Daraprim, which is on the World Health Organization's list of most essential medicines. It helps fight malaria and a serious infection caused by HIV. Now, with the rights to this drug... Asshole McGee here jacked the price up on this drug from $13.50 up to $750. Fuck. Almost as soon as he acquired it. And that's that 5,000% markup I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, and in... I, it was like within the month. Yeah. He bought it, jacked it. Like, yeah. it is insane. It's, not, it's, the, it's the fucker that bought that only, that one of one Wu-Tang album. Yeah. 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 For like yeah. $1.2 million or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and his, in his words, his only problem was, I didn't raise it high enough. What? Honestly, I could have. I'm in the business of making 100% profit, not half, not 75. Uh, so this is like true capitalism. Yeah. Uh, a true capitalist, you know what I mean? Like, And, you know, watching his um, hearing at Congress, like, he was disengaged, smiling the whole time. He was just like, why am I here? Like, I did everything that... My hedge fund wanted me to do. Like, I don't see right. what the fuck the problem is. It, you know, in, in his eyes, he's not wrong. Exactly. Now, as a human being, terrible. Ethically, yeah. horribly, horribly yeah. fucked up. Yeah. But this is in a system that he exists in, in which you, if you he can find, do that shit. Yeah, if you find the access to the information and have the equity in order to be able to afford it and then set any price that you want to because there are no limitations at all, why would you not? If you're just looking at the numbers, the Excel spreadsheet of your bank account mm-hmm. or your company's bank account. What, what I don't understand is how there hasn't been a cap set on medical anything. If there is a cap set on every other like mm-hmm. you have to have um, expiration dates 
on shit that isn't going to expire, like pickles and stuff, you know, like, right. like the FDA had to go through all that shit. So yeah. why aren't we doing this with this as well? It, because oh, because there's too much money, money behind it. Money. And also... Mm-hmm. All these other countries are yeah. all these other countries are capping shit off. Yeah, it just you know I mean it makes it's your head want to fucking just blow off it's the top of your fuck. neck. You and know, it, and like it's, it's just like what the fuck? Because, and coming from someone who doesn't have health insurance yeah. and who has, um, uh, in this room you need health insurance the most. I, I need yeah. health insurance. I have something diseased in my body that I don't know what the fuck's going on and I can't do anything about it. I'm right. just playing a waiting game of like guess and check. This is the worst math method ever. Guess and check. Yeah. And that's my life right now. So right. it's just, it, it's so stupid. It, 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 at some point you have to, I don't know. I think that we're past change, which kind of sucks in, a, in, in just as a, with this country at least, um, or we're just not quite there yet on the whole issue of giving a shit about people. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that was you know, kind of my, my point earlier is that it's going to get really dark and mm-hmm. really rough. And we're just, I personally think I could be massively wrong, but I feel like I'm seeing it right now to where we're at the beginning of a large portion of the population, the majority of the population saying this is fucked up. This needs to change. I can't afford mm-hmm. to have my own health care, let alone my own kids' health care. Yeah. And I will die for my kids. I will murder you, stranger, mm-hmm. for my children, which is a very universal human experience. Uh, yes. Yeah. To actual change being implemented. Yeah. And it's going to get to the point in which we either see a massive degradation in the quality of life in our country to where we realize the nation itself, the, 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 the people in places of power finally realize, oh, it actually is better for our country for us to make sure everyone can afford to be healthy. So, you know what I mean? Essentially, it, it goes across all, not just medical, anything, not just, you know, America's really, really, really good at, and I will quote a tool song lyric, um, push the, uh, push the envelope, watch it bend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how we get shit done. We push it so far because we know that if we keep pushing it far enough, someone's eventually going to say something, but we can just push it until Mm -hmm. someone says something. And then once we finally get there is when change actually happens. And then you have these, um, it's going to, it's either going to fold in half or eventually break, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and eventually it's always going to break. Because the way, I mean, if, if, if I've learned anything from history that I know, especially coming from, you know, doing this podcast and stuff like shit you didn't learn in fucking school, history of this country that I know is that they're always going to push the envelope until it bends or breaks before it's always, like you said, things are going to get dark. Things are always darkest before they get yeah, for the dawn, baby. You right, know, I mean, right. and, and that's <laughs> and and that doesn't have to happen. But this country is notorious for that. Yeah, just going hell yeah. yeah. That's what we're built off. Duh. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, like I got got some of that in here later on. I'm sure Trust you me. do. And I'm sorry. Go, go back. <laughs> no, you're good. But that type obviously of, we all feel passionate about. This. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That type of shit uh, is like that's the type of heartless shit that eventually is going to kill us all. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that just that greed yeah. and like no, that like you. pure pure capitalism uh, capitalist mindset when it comes to medicine, yeah, and like the well being of humans, 
But everything he did is and was completely legal. And the price is still the same to this day. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And this motherfucker didn't even make the drug. He just acquired the rights to the drug. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Through a hedge fund yep. that he managed, didn't even run, and didn't own. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was just a cog in a machine that, you know, fucking did his fucking due diligence. But no. anyway, another example from across the pond is Novartis, a Swiss company that has been busy buying up smaller companies to have the rights to their medicines and is currently grossing $50 billion a year, all while holding some patents for some rare cancer treatments. Hmm, great. Now, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, you know. With Novartis, another major Swiss company, uh, Roche, or Roche, yeah, Roche, Roche yeah. Has, has acquired over 25 other competing therapies and medications as well. These two companies worked together a few years ago not to help save lives, but to maximize profits. And this is another prime example of the problem we face worldwide when it comes to medical corporations. Now, the drug companies, Novartis and Roche, devised a plan for a drug originally called Avastan, and it's a cure for AMD, age-related macular degeneration. Mm -hmm. And it's the leading cause for permanent blindness in adults over the age of 65. Yeah. Now... Avastan was originally used for colon cancer, but then it was found to have great properties to help AMD, oh, cool. which is kind of well going from the acid yeah. eye. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> That's where they're attracted to. Just so, like, I mean, well, you know, <laughs> I didn't talk about conjunctivitis. But, hey, dog, I mean, there's, oh, well, shit. Yeah, 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 good hey. point. <laughs> I mean, old stank, yeah. Something that stuff happens all the time. It, it is crazy. I mean, you know, fucking Viagra was for the heart, now it's for the dick. You know, it is what it is. But um, <laughs> I mean, why do we think we have all these old tropes? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they anyway. somehow related sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the medicine is injected into each eye to help patients' vision remain stable and, in most cases, improve their vision. It was developed by Gentech here in the U.S which is bought out by Roche. So Roche brought out Gentech. Oh, wow. Yeah. And while they were doing this, all right? So the medicine itself was very affordable at $50 an injection, which is great for anyone who has or develops AMD. But seeing the possibility of profits they could gain on this type of medicine, the same company, Gentech, started creating Lucentis. Now, what's super wild about this is they find out this one fucking thing could save people's vision. Mm -hmm. So instantly, like you said earlier, instantly they got to come to us. Yeah. Like you can't, mm -hmm. there's nothing else, yeah. literally nothing else that will help you ex but this. This one fucking thing. It's not a generic version at this point at all. So start creating Lucentis. Lucentis does the exact same thing as a Vastin, but Lucentis is new and revolutionary with a price tag of $2,000 an injection. Mm. So mm. the cancer treatment, colon cancer treatment, like originally it was 50 fucking dollars. Now the same treatment just renamed. Yeah, that's all they did was rename it and, and throw some sexy verbs dollars. in front of yeah, it. Yeah, Lucentis you know? instead of Avastan. Yeah. Um, so now Lucentis was mar marketed by Novartis. And this is where Novartis is helping Roche. So there's money for both companies coming in. At the that extreme markup price from the original med medicine, Avast oh shit, Avantos. 
Mm-hmm. It's a Vantas this whole time. I've been saying a Vastan, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that does the same exact thing. But Roche and Novartis had a plan to stop doctors from administrating the cheaper Avantis. So they sent representatives to these different hospitals to persuade doctors not to use colon cancer medicine for eye treatment. See what they did there? Yep. Mm-hmm. See what they did there? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So use this new and improved Lucentis. When the maneuver didn't work, the big pharma companies, because, you know, these doctors are like, nah, bro. Like, yeah. You know, like, thank God for all the great physicians and doctors out there that are like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, right. but, for sure. So when this didn't work, um, the big pharma companies launched a legal action in France basically to stop the use of the more affordable Avantas. And even though that didn't work, they still created more hurdles for doctors to gain access to the cheaper medicine. So now, most all patients with AMD will have to shell out 400 times more for Lucentis. Jesus Christ, is so brutal. I, and that just goes to show exactly why this issue exists, you know, not just in this country, but globally, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yes, it does seem uh, like the system is truly just hell-bent on gaining profits. Well, I mean, you, you have these big businesses, so there's a difference... So you have all these doctors and everything who are like, what the fuck, dude? What the yeah. fuck do you think you're doing? Like, yeah. what what the fuck? Because they took a Hippocratic oath. Mm-hmm. And to to use some fun with words, these motherfuckers took a Hippocratic oath. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. I wonder if that's ever been used before. They're 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 trying to uh you know mm-hmm. uh sell people things that are doctors are are there to provide for you and 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 recommend you to yeah. improve the quality and well, yeah. everything of your of life. That's the whole history of the but pharmacy. It's, it's also of pharmaceuticals. Like yeah. Yeah. the pharmacy used to, you know, make the, their own medicines and sell that yeah. to the public. Then it turned into like a good store yeah. where they made the shit in the back and sold goods in the front. And then they stopped making the drugs. So then the physicians started making the drugs and then the physicians got too busy to make the drugs. So now you got companies making the drugs yeah. and that's the whole right. split of everything and how it happened. Right. And it's in also a business within itself. World. I mean, if you look at every single hospital in this nation, Every single department is its own company. A, a hospital is just a business complex, if you will. So the the heart surgeons have their own company, right? They have their own boss to answer to, their own thing. The nurses have their own company, their own bosses. Mm-hmm. The anesthesiologists I mean, have the their own company. thing. The nurse anesthetists have oh, their own 100%. thing. 100%. So all of these different people work for different companies all all within side of the Mm -hmm. same thing. Now the operating room or the ER room is going to have a, let's call it a member of each of these departments standing around the table, so to say, but they all have their own. I don't necessarily want to call it agenda because the people that are actually helping to improve people's lives and save lives and stuff, that's usually not in their mind. They Mm -hmm. don't care about that, but they do have a money cruncher yeah. that they have to answer to or that mm-hmm. they have to look yeah. to to be able to approve some of these things yeah. as it happens. And that's why, you know, you have uh, a massive heart attack or you get run over by a tractor when you're 10 years old. Mm-hmm. That's me, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the bill at the end of that 
couple of days or a week or however long it takes is so massively huge and complicated. It takes its own financial lawyer to look that shit uh-huh. over. Mm-hmm. It's because of all the different places and and people entities that, that had to sign off on this, agree to the price of that, 100%. and then you're left with that shit at the end of the day. Yeah. Why is it that it's fifteen thousand dollars to go make sure that some horrible spider bite that you had on your leg is not gonna make you lose your leg when a fucking medical student looks at it, goes, ooh, gross, it should be fine, and wraps it back up with the same Why do I owe TriStar Tristar fucking yeah. summit? That, that was me two thousand fucking dollars. Justin, by the way. Yeah. Why do I owe TriStar Summit two thousand dollars? Because I needed fluids. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I needed fluids. Right. That's all I needed. You were dehydrated. That's I needed crazy. fluids. Right. Your two thousand fucking dollars? Eat a dick in hell. That's what I'm That's saying. Insane. But <clears throat> you know, they're just hell bit on gaining profits, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part. I'm not calling I'm not calling everybody in the medical field. No. Just, you know, whoremongering money chasing people. I'm actually saying kind of the opposite. Like, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking right. about it's when we the get corporations. In, yes. And when you get it, when you yeah. get past the point of the actual physical care of a person, we're talking about people that are making the decisions on the finances that go into the right. medications that mm-hmm. they use. Uh, they have no say in that, by the way. Like uh, They really have no say in how expensive this shit will be. Yeah. Um, and that's something I want to definitely put out there. But um, even though funds are needed for research and testing of new drugs, greed has truly taken hold of many organizations. And here's the fucked up one. Purdue Pharma mm-hmm. is an example of this. We are all familiar with the opioid crisis and the damaging effects it has on society. But this could have all been avoided if the truth was told about these drugs in the beginning. So for years, they talked about how Oxycontin was not addictive and the pain medicine would last forever. The results would never fade. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the FDA had a responsibility to check and research all the qualities of this drug. But they supported this non-addictive ad campaign launched in the 90s without even investigating the test results of this medication. Um, So just for a little backdrop on this, whenever this whole situation happened, 95 to 97, like maybe 600,000 people were prescribed Oxycontin. By 2002, it was 6.2 million people because of this situation. And then now Mm. that's where we have the peak in 2012 of over half a million people dying from fucking opioid mm-hmm. uh, abuse. But, and then enter fentanyl. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. And that's I mean, no, seriously. Thing. No, I mean, yeah, So there was, there was heroin and opiate. Yeah, that's that's like what Oxycontin is. And, but uh, so you have all that. And then they were like, okay, so now we've got methadone. So we've got these methadone clinics. Well, fuck, these aren't working. We need something else. So now we've got fentanyl. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're not fixing the problem. They're just finding out how to make more money off the problem. That's they're they're pushing it. Yes. They're literally making a lateral move. Mm-hmm. Well, the you crazy know. thing is, and I'll I'll probably get my mom to either call in or write in on this, because um, you know she was a uh, nurse anesthetist for years and years and years. You know, mm-hmm. before she retired, um, thirty plus years in that industry, and has a lot of very accurate first-hand yeah, information on that. And when fentanyl was first manufactured and released, mm-hmm. it was strictly, strictly for her. 
and uh, and yeah. anesthesiologists, yeah. right? It was strictly for nurse anesthetists yeah. and anesthesiologists. Yeah. Those are the only people that were allowed to touch this stuff because yeah. of how lethal it the is. Potency. It's yeah. very effective yeah. of putting someone down. Yeah, of course and, it is. But it's Six also very, under. very hard to wake them back up. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. if you find something that potent and then it gets leaked out, it's very easy for someone to take a very large batch of shitty drugs, put just a teeny tiny bit Cut in it. it, mix it all up, mm-hmm. and then now you've got some of the best heroin on the market. Yep. Or so they think. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't mix it up properly, if you don't cut it properly, like you just said, Drew, then what? 10 people are going to have a great time. Mm-hmm. That 11th person is going to die the yep. second that they put yep. an eighth, a 16th, a 32nd. Yeah. of yeah. that same dosage into I've had, their body. I've had many friends die from it. I've had many famous people have died from it. I mean, you I've know, got a so. tattoo of one of our yeah. best fucking friends yeah. on my chest because of this exact yeah. situation. Yeah. And, you know, it's not only irresponsible, but it's just brutal. It, yeah. it really is, yeah. you know. And and this is the beginning of yeah. that fucking problem. So... With the passing of the Prescription Drug User Fee Act in 1992 by Congress, the industry that makes the drugs started being funded from the agency that, you know... Reviews the same drugs? Yeah. So the people people that make the drugs funded the research of the drugs. So Purdue was in turn paying profits to the FDA. No bias. Around this time. No bias. None. So the policing of companies like Purdue Pharma lightened a shit ton. Yeah, uh, you can say. Even when the effects God. of opioids started to become visible in the early two thousands, the FDA turned a blind eye again, and one can only think why. With a few people working for the FDA going to work for Purdue Pharma on a four hundred thousand dollar yearly salary, I think it started to make a little fucking sense. Yep. Yeah. Um, so there probably should be more guidelines and regulations on government officials gaining profit from private pharmaceutical companies they should be keeping in line. But even politicians are being paid to stay in line with big pharma companies. That's when people are talking about lobbying and mm-hmm. all these big pharma companies giving money to campaigns. Yes. So, you know, it's basically saying like if fucking uh, if you're getting paid by somebody a shit ton of money, why would the fuck would you want them to? get arrested or get in trouble yeah. because then your money line is gone. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and if we look like well, like any major politician ever, maybe some scandal happens or maybe, you know, someone tries to go and hurt that politician. And if you look at the news footage and you think, how the fuck does that person that works like a, 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 a you know, a, a civil servant have that big of a goddamn house? Nah. Right outside of Washington, Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. That's fucking why. Oh, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, like you they're all some of these fucking estates yeah, these these are. people have that we're supposed to be, I guess, paying with our taxes. Mm-hmm. Some of these estates yeah, that they have. It's not with our taxes. It's fucking insane. Bro. It's not with our taxes I mean, at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. So this all goes back to private spending on healthcare and mm-hmm. not public spending. See, that's that's the whole monster right mm-hmm. there is the private spending in between these lobbies yep. and these private companies and not put money into public health care, then we're all fucked. So if there's more money generating in drug companies than our own government, how the hell are we supposed to get out of this hole? 
I mean, even in 2007, when Purdue Pharma pleaded guilty to not warning the public about the addictive properties of Oxycontin, the family behind the company, the Sacklers, paid millions in fines and, of course, paid to, to lawyers, but didn't go to jail. Nope. And then they pulled $10 billion out of the company and declared bankruptcy to fault on oh their God. fucking felonies, basically. Uh, but the loophole was clear because they didn't lose any fucking money and they didn't go to jail. They just ran a hustle and won big. And this gives a lot of people pause to trust the FDA or any big pharma company. Right. And we've seen that clearly when the COVID vaccine came out, even with massive evidence that the drug was safe and effective, many people didn't believe in it. Yeah. Now, some of these people were just looking for a fucking hill to die on. Yeah. And with that fucking cause because they had nothing else to fucking fight for. Yeah. But some of these people had uh, actual knowledge of the dealings at FDA and had reason to doubt it, honestly. But with that being said, the FDA, FDA has a lot of work to do in order to gain back a trustworthy rep reputation of an organization that will always do what's right for people, not profit. And if it starts with them, mm. a federally a federal fucking company, yeah. like entity. If it starts there, hopefully it changes elsewhere. But I feel like there's like not much we can fucking do to fix this massive problem we have all around the world. But until something happens to change the massive flow of money and power to these huge corporations, there's not much that's going to fucking change. No, yeah. and I'll go ahead and, and I'll throw I, in. That, those are all my like examples and points on it. I could have dug deeper, but it'd just been more depressing. But those are the high points or low points of our healthcare, our big pharma, our medical industrial complex. Those are the yeah. root fucking so, problems of it all. I did want to give one real quick little anecdote, uh, you know, about all this, just almost solely in reference to Oxycontin and it's like actual addictive properties, right? Um, I dabbled a little too much when I was younger into uh, certain recreational activities yeah. that were potentially addictive, Who you know, and some mm -hmm. were, some weren't, you know, yeah. but that was some of the propaganda that we were being fed just because, um, you know, cannabis in general, CBD and THC treatments have been proven to be massively uh, beneficial mm -hmm. for people dealing with pain or depression or any, any, the list is long. They kept it illegal for a long time because it's too easy. It's too cheap. It's too it's, readily it's, available. Herb, it's herbal, bro. They yes. want to go synthetic. Synthetic is more money. Yes. And that is a big thing <laughs> about all <laughs> this. That's now, what it's all about. All that being said, I got my wisdom teeth out. Yeah. Oxycontin was still pretty prevalent yeah. as far as pres prescriptions are concerned. Mm -hmm. And so my fucking dentist gave me Oxycontin. To Lord. relieve the pain of ripping out the two back jawline teeth yeah. that were going to fuck up my smile. Right. And then the bottom right one, the bottom left apparently wasn't coming in. So they weren't worried about it. Mm -hmm. So I got three pulled out over Christmas holiday while I was still in college. I had a good idea. I had a good idea of how detrimental this drug could potentially mm -hmm. be. You know, I've I've been to the ER enough. I've experienced a lot of goddamn yeah. traumatic pain over the course of my life by just being a dumbass. This one was something I went in to do intentionally. Yeah. And I will never forget 
I'm on the way to my aunt's house. My mom's driving. I am fucking pissed at the world, yeah. the existence of the world, the fact that the sun rose again, mm-hmm. the fact that I'm sitting in this stupid-ass, motherfucking-ass, dumb-ass car riding to my dumb-ass aunt's house. Right. I was just cycling here, mm-hmm. you know, to the point where my mom could see it. She yeah. looks at me in the rearview mirror and is like, are you okay? I'm like, fucking no. <laughs> Back then, I did not cuss in front of her, yeah. you know, because yeah. I was still... But, kind of under her care. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. She's paying for a lot of college and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, I'm <laughs> I, I'm still very massively respectful to her, but yeah. like at the time it was like, ah, let's keep a little bit of this, you know, mm-hmm. mother son yeah. kind it's, of it's, thing. It's, it's that early twenties, like out of your teens, twenties yeah. in the yeah. South. Yeah. It's that weird time of like shit, damn, but like fuck or motherfucker exactly. or, yeah. bitch, or goddamn. Like, yeah, goddamn. Yeah. Like, no. In the like, South, that's a real no-go. No, 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 no. I'm not fucking okay. This <laughs> this sucks. I fucking hate it. And she's like, did you take any of your pills today? Knowing, I mean, she drove me to get my wisdom teeth out. Took me home. And, and she, But she me. knows the effects. That's why she's just mm-hmm. been living that life for a long time. Mm-hmm. That was her career. And yeah. she very quickly was like, how much do you have left? And I was like, well, just like one and a half pills. I've been breaking them in half just so I can like, like keep it a little bit longer just because I mean, my, my teeth still hurt. I think she's like, but do they? And I was like, actually, no. Yeah. But I'm really goddamn pissed off that I didn't take another one of those pills. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, yeah. Don't do that anymore. Yeah. You're done yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let that be it. Yeah. You know? And in that moment, I got it. I picked all of that yeah. up and I was like, oh shit, that is a real addiction. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. experienced a real yeah. goddamn addiction. Yeah. And that's something I never, ever want to even put my toe no, no, no. in that water again. No, 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 no. You know bro. what I mean? No, no. That's it's, a real it's, one. It's sad and it's dangerous. Yeah, bro. I mean, dog, you you see it from the heroin and morphine and you know, well, that's why I opium, always said, you know, no what I mean? needles, like literally, no heroin, yeah. no meth. It, I was that's literally always, all the fuck it is, bro. Against like, that's all literally that. is based in that. But that's why I so fucked. My fucking dental surgeon prescribed it to me. Yeah. You know, my name right. was on the fucking bottle because they're told my teeth hurt. Are they're you told me? it's fine. He'll be all right. Yeah. Just give him that. Yeah. You know, but then and it was young <laughs> enough in the era yeah. of oxys being prescribed. Well, yeah. It was a little late in it, but still they were allowed to keep prescribing mm-hmm. it, yeah. kind of willy nilly. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, it's, just, it's probably about the same time. My grandmother was prescribed to oxy, Xanax, Klonopin, and Zoloft at the exact same time by the same fucking doctor. Yeah, Zoloft and Xanax. That person needs to be put behind bars, a hundred percent, or just not allowed to do that again, and then go build houses or something, something that's actually worthwhile because that's bullshit. No, that's that's 100% what happened. And and she laid in bed for, fuck, 12 years because of that. Like, literally, she lost her quality of life because of that and is is still now to this day trying to pull that back together because when I was being raised, it was fantastic. She had, like, a botanical gardens almost kind of a thing going on. She was a botanist. That's where I learned all my shit from. And it was amazing. It was fucking awesome. Sure. And then this one traumatic experience happens. Her back gets broken. She was working at Partlow in Tuscaloosa. And one of the patients picked her up and dropped her. And it broke her back. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And she was 
I mean, federally addicted to drugs after that. Yeah. Because, yeah, and, and she still is. Legally addicted uh, to yeah, drugs. Yeah, legally addicted. Yeah. And I mean, it's just the government's way of just keeping you, keeping yeah, you, making it's, their money. But you're still, you're going to yeah, you're gonna keep coming back. It's literally a drug cartel. That's what drug cartels do, bro. Like that's what big, that's what these companies. But we're are doing. doing it legally here yeah. in the states. Exactly. It's kind of. Kinda, it's yeah. kinda and the reason why they're so pissed off about people crossing the border is because they're bringing shit over that they can't conf- fuck they, control. Yeah, they can't they, make money. They, you know, like yeah. it's like oh, oh border crisis. But so many people coming over that's here. That's the whole oh. the whole thing about the fight for weed and all that marijuana. It's 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 because like you said, it's too easy mm-hmm. and they can't mark that shit up. Right. How they want to because right. everybody knows the value. Everybody knows they can just fucking grow it in their backyard. Yep. At this you know point, what I mean? Yes, like, we do yeah. not like, yeah. <laughs> And all these other herbal cures and medicines that we can grow in our backyards is very cheap to do, but it's not promoted. It's not talked about. It's not, you know, and it's also a, there's also a gatekeeping on that where all these gurus think they have like all the best herbs and all this, but also as a quality of mental health. Yeah. That you have to have well, yeah. before you even get into medical treatment. Yeah. You know, and I don't know, man, it's 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 fucked up. It and you are be- right on that as far as like mind over matter is concerned. So there's a lot of like documented examples that is actually scientifically quantifiable of people's um attitude being very effective for their process of improvement or over whatever traumatic yeah. thing that happens over yeah. them as as they go through healing again mm-hmm. regardless of what it is yeah. if they are positive about it it actually does make a difference yeah and there are a lot of proven we can call sometimes herbal sometimes <clears throat> eh, stick with herbal fuck it treatments yeah that are effective but there's my other point of this double-edged sword of homeopathy a fraud sometimes yeah and the other side has been on some fraud that's that's the (laughs) double-edged sword here is you have to figure out what's effective on the homeopathy side what's effective on the met like modern western medical side Mm -hmm. of this right Especially Both. about speed and efficiency and comfort of life, not yeah. how much it should be, how much money we can make, right. and how many people can we keep in a condition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like, like, that's something that, like, <laughs> unfortunately, we as uh, private, uh, uh, individualistic consumers have to figure out, depending on what your case is, what your problem is where your mindset is, the education level that you have. Yeah. I mean, all mm-hmm. of these things play really massive factors in figuring out how far into, if let's keep with this metaphor, into the middle of the sword, the dull part mm-hmm. of the sword that we can sit in effectively. Yeah. Because yeah. one edge sucks and is full of fucking idiots and the yeah. other edge it sucks yeah. and is full of fucking criminals that are trying yeah. their hardest right. to take as much yeah. money from you and everyone else as they can as fast as possible so they yeah. can cash out. Yep. Exactly, bro. Yep. There's a, um, like to just tap on that homeopathic bullshit side, I forget her name. It's Brittany something, I think. She's a guru cult leader right now. Oh, fun. And saying that like she has the the yoga and the mental aura to like fix your problems and ail your shit 
And see, it's that, a goddamn snake handler, see, man. That, that's yeah. that's yeah. the Snagle. other side. Yeah. See, that's the yeah. other side of the modern medical right. world. You know what I mean? So, like, just having the knowledge of it and knowing what you're actually going through, rather than knowing what you need to fix it. Yeah, it should be first. Like, no, honestly, knowing what is wrong purely and fully, rather than just being like, oh, how can you fix it mm-hmm. quick? You know what I mean? That's that's why that's where we're at. We're in a quick, fast-paced fucking world sure. where people don't want to dig in and actually like, hey, this is this is the thing. This is what it is. This is how we can fix it. This is w- another option. Like, there's not, there's never another option. You right. know what I mean? In most right. of these cases, it's like, well, we can do this treatment, this surgery right now. It's like, yeah. well, is there is there something else? Like, yeah, is, there's always is, something else. Th- this is it, though. So yeah. they 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 make it seem like. They're the only ones that can save you. Sure. You know what yeah, I mean? And in turn, that's them trying to, in some cases, just trying to actually save people, you know, which is beautiful. But in that same sense, when you have the fucking big pharma companies and all these corporations just raining down fees and these crazy prices on people, you're detrimentally ruining that person's life. Like you save yeah. that life, but you also ruin it at the same yeah. fucking time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's 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 dark, man. It's gonna get darker, but Yeah, it's a very it's a very <sighs> big catch twenty two kind yeah. of a situation. You know? Uh yeah. where it comes like you said, like save your life, great. Uh now I have no quality of life because of yeah. the finances that yeah. I have to pay out because I just saved yeah. my life. So He's, was it more beneficial? Because it's always more beneficial to save a human's life. Of course. But you're, uh, therein lies mental instability. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. well, fuck. And they're not—they're not giving these people uh, free psychiatric. Psych- ain't nobody psych- getting free psychi- psychiatric. Ain't nobody getting free shit. <laughs> you know. You know, like nobody's getting mental therapy. Uh, no. You know, on the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah, right. so. Like, it's 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 kind of it's a world that's is so complex, but it's not. You know what I mean? Like. It's really just them having the curtain pulled over yeah. the shit, honestly, yeah. and not truly breaking down how we got here and why we're still sitting in this shit, you know. Um, but I don't know, man. I Like, it was really tough to dig into this subject and try to, like, just hit the big points of it because there's so much other shit that I learned about the world health Mm-hmm. Shit, bro, it's it's fucked up out here, man. <laughs> it's, it is, it's, you know, it's like, fucked up out here, bro. Like, um, oof. a friend earlier <clears throat> mentioned one of our little, little past series, the the blackout episodes that we did. You know, I learned so much while researching all that, and am better for it. I'm glad I did it, but mm-hmm. at the time. Fuck, yeah, it still crushes. That's the most drinking I've done. Same. Involved with this podcast, by the blackout episodes. Yeah, I was. I think dealing, we were all there. Yeah, I was dealing with like a pretty active alcohol issue yeah. during that time, and then the world happened. Yeah, yeah. And then it presented itself to us, and I said, "No, this is important. Fuck it, we're going to do this." Yeah. And then I dug deeper and deeper, and then I drank more and more, yeah. and it was bad. It was yeah. brutal, seriously. Yeah, but. I think it's important to come out of the other side in an effective way and totally understand and get you, Justin, saying that, you know, you didn't want to give too much too fast or dig too deep 
other than mm-hmm. just to have this. It's like, these are the examples of why it's fucked. Yeah. Right. Now, I'm not going to show you the causes of this because we can obviously. This would take a couple episodes. Yeah. yeah. We, we can go a whole other hour right now. There's at this so table. many stories, yeah. bro, of but, people that have depended on things and then got the treatments that they paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for and died the next month. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So many stories yeah. like that, bro, that I like I'm. Goosebumps right now, just thinking about it. Um, so it's and, you know, and I think it's fucked out here, bro. It's hopefully you know everyone listening got a sense of understanding. And if anybody wants to go out and learn a little more about it, there's a, several really really awesome documentaries about all this, which again is part of this podcast streaming services documentary age that we live in that I think is honestly kind of beautiful. Yeah. You know, we've got a lot of problems, but I think that we now finally beautiful and dangerous are sitting, starting to get Mm -hmm. the tools in order to figure out our own path or figure out who to trust or potentially distrust or actually let's reverse that right now, figure out who to distrust and potentially trust. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, But it's not all on us in this room right here right now. You know, hopefully if anybody is realizing a certain passion for that, please go out and do it. You know, yeah, make yeah. this a little bit better for us. Maybe make some small steps that go a long way and that snowball that rolls down the hill ends up becoming a cheaper medication for your family member or helps put signatures on a page for a bill that will be passed in order to make those prescriptions a little more affordable for everyone. Because we know as big as those companies are, when you put something into that massive of a facility, it gets cheap Mm -hmm. pretty fast something that's hard to synthesize, hard to create multiples of, and then package. If it's big enough, which big pharma already is, yeah. it gets Mass pretty Mass production good. is cheaper. Exactly. And mm-hmm. how's a bush, bro? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like let's make on. diabetes <laughs> medication as cheap as a goddamn 12 pack. Yeah. You know? Uh, as it should be. Because they can make it that fast. Once you, once they know it, and it, it anyway, it's, bro, it's all kind of things that could change it, but it really starts with the government taking fucking power into their hands and be like, yes. no, fuck that. You yeah. can't do that anymore. Cause they're not even, they're not only fucking up like physicians uh, and patients, the pharmacists too yeah. have to, they have to make a decision Look, on we, what to charge yes. <laughs> from what they've told what they can charge. You know what I mean? Like, right. so they're going they're, to take advantage of that. They're getting questions. You know what I mean? Like, well, they're, but they're going to take advantage exactly. of that. Of course they are. Exactly. You know? And this is not it's crazy. 17th century France. Like we yeah. are well past <laughs> laissez-faire <laughs> right. capitalism. Yeah. You know, we've been past that yeah. for hundreds of years, in fact. Yeah. And we can't let something that's so crucial, like one of the, 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 what is it they say? The the legs of the stool that we sit on be something that's still unchecked. That's not yeah. okay. Yeah. That's, no, that's not at all. It's outside of every single person's control mm-hmm. other than them. Yeah. And once so let's put the- it back in control of someone that actually gives a fuck about the overall health and well-being of a nation and a world. Yeah. You know? You know? And if at the end of the day, we're in the belly of the beast. Yeah. 
And if Oregon Kendricks, 2017. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, Belly of the Beast, uh, Song of the Day, Oregon Kendricks, Belly of the Beast. Actually, we're allowed to play out. that. Jules, hit that on the on the outro for us, yeah, if yeah, you will. Yeah. yeah, no, for real. Yeah, that's where we're at. But also, like, on uh, you have to. Have, so the, there's all the negative that comes in with uh, you have your you have all these people raising all these prices as they should not. Um, with the debilitation of the country, mm-hmm. which it's just hard for me to get past the capitalism part of everything because I think capitalism should be capped. Sure. Um, as far as that's concerned, because I agree with that too. With when it comes to well being, there, there isn't a cap. Mm-hmm. It's well being of human society. It's, 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 it's us taking care of us. Instead of, but that's the, that's, that's that, like I said, catch 22 hard, mm-hmm. hard thing to get cro- uh, across. Is, yeah, because anytime, is, anytime money gets involved, bro, instant. With, there instant is a capitalism. cure for cancer already. <laughs> I can guarantee you bro, 100%. They, they, I are, know there is a fucking cure for cancer. There, there are patents. Come, they came out with that shit fucking 50, 60 years ago. Well, the way that they created the COVID vaccine, they've been working on 10 years prior. And they just actually tweaked it yeah. to work on the COVID vaccine. But the way they do it is a certain, I think it's called MRDA. Mm-hmm. And it's the way that the the medicine reacts to sick cells. It regenerates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On, so that type of uh, fucking discovery has already happened. They just have to apply it to different things. They're going to have a cure for most everything. Oh, no, no, no. But there's, 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 like, there's cures like for all this shit, but yeah. there's too much money tied there's, there's in. There's too much money. There's too many, there's too many like, tied up. There's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of patents that are bought just, and just kept because they don't know how much charge. how many people are employed by cancer. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying, If bro. you take cancer You keep a motherfucker in a condition away? to make more money. Yeah, You're talking about shitty. not trillions. No. Quadruplillions. <laughs> Bro, I just made that shit they, up. They, I don't care. They've like, already made real, a lot though, of money off of it. But yeah. they don't lose a lot, a lot of jobs. Yeah. But still, exactly. and, this, that's yeah. the, and then that's, but you can't play that. Yeah. It, it, see, it, and, then, and then you boil down, mm. down into economy and like all. See, it's a, I'm saying people, it's a way bigger picture. Um, we're going to get off a soapbox. Because mm. <laughs> I, like, I feel like we're just, we're getting passionate about it. And um, it is something to get passionate about, no lie. But that's... And especially if you know this fucking country, you have to be passionate about shit or nobody's going to fucking listen to you. Exactly, exactly. And that's the whole point of this episode, like I said, was to make sure you knew how dire it was and how much misinformation can distract you from the truth. And the truth is, money rules everything. Yeah. (laughs) And it's fucking up... Uh, the well-being of everyone uh, on this planet, even though it makes life great, it can fuck up life up even quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm Justin Hammonds, man. I'm saying love, live life because it's worth living, y'all. And I'm Drew Shelnut, and I'm more than ever standing behind the stay informed. Like the ignorance of this country is the reason for the demise of this country that we live in. Mm-hmm. And it's... Mostly just the people who just tune into Fox News, CNN, uh, CBS, MSNBC, whatever your drug of choice is. You do your own research. You, you have to fucking in. due diligence. Yeah. Like if, if you're just turning on the news and going, oh, it says so-and-so, you're just a fucking another cog in the machine of ignorance. 
And and this isn't helping our society. You stay informed and make a motherfucking difference. Boom. Yeah. And uh, Grant Bramlett here. And on that note, Drew, it is a another double-edged sword. Let's keep playing with this metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to live your life, work your life, deal with... Uh, your bosses, your spouses, your children, your pets, your bills, mm -hmm. and then sit down and actually do like some yeah. valid research, right? Yeah. And on top of that, one of the best and worst things that we have in this country is the fact that we are technically legally allowed to say whatever we want, whatever we want, Yep, you know, and that's a good thing. And that's a bad thing. Yes, as it we is. both know. But I think that we're getting into a pretty decent era no. of anyone that cares enough, has a little bit of extra time to look into something a little deeper. Well, and hopefully and all these then, rednecks are dying off. And then put too, it out. So. And then some of those people that I am related to, and I also dearly Me love will eventually pass away. And that's great. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there's a lot more fact checkers. I get where you're going with this. At the end of the day, I guess what I will say, uh, you know, anyone out there that took a very, very standardized, socially acceptable, non-ethical stance on making a fuck ton of money really fast because you're allowed to, because no. it's legal, no. because... Well, you had the capital to look into it initially, and you also had the inf access of information in order to find a really solid investment, and then never stopped at one point to say, would this hurt a family member of mine in the process? I never fucking liked you. Yeah. But if you're out there and you're trying to help people on a day-to-day -day basis, sleepless nights, crazy fucking hours, probably not enough pay, and sadly enough, very little respect nowadays. Yeah. People questioning every single fucking thing that you're doing while you're in the process of trying to help this person. I always loved you. And I hope that you hear that. And I hope that this comes across in a way that's not overtly negative to people within the medical industry, because I think that y'all are doing important work. But again, it's those fucking money crunchers that are just destroying everything about us trying to be a happy, healthy, effective society. And with that, I'll stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? What's the thing with airline food, bro? Huh? You're thinking about that? It's fucking crazy. Anyway, um, so um, we love y'all. We thank y'all for listening. Uh, this is the final episode of season five, trying to thrive and stay alive. Uh, you know, season six, more shit in the mix. I don't know. It's still, it's still in the works. It's still in the works. That's fun, though. I like um, that. But, uh, All I yeah. had was picking up sticks. So, I mean, more shit in the mix is way better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want that to build on trying to thrive and stay alive, though, because then there's just more shit. Be a lot of but there's always more shit. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, 
we're going to keep grinding, keep doing this. Uh, you probably can expect uh, some little installments of shorter episodes while we, uh, while we tweak season six and start uh, recording that. Um, we don't know what it's going to be about. Probably people, places, and things. But Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Wait, I thought we were going with like picking up sticks, so like how to mm-hmm. make an effective fire. Oh, that's a, a whole thing. season on how to make a fire. <laughs> I mean, I'm good at it. So. Uh, right. Yeah. But in the meantime, in between time, you can catch up on all our episodes here at uh, Friends Facts and Fiction. Uh, you can email us, uh, Instagram, all that. Give us a follow. Um, give us a subscription on Spotify or Apple Music. Give us a five star review. That really mm-hmm. helps. Please get our voices out there. Um, you know, let us. You know, in- entertain you, edutainment. Mm-hmm. Um, Let us you know, edutain you. Yeah, as we as we learn with you guys, not copyrighted. And, you know, <laughs> all grow together in this nice little club we've built. Um, but to everyone around the world, be safe, take care, be beautiful. This is a podcast called Friends, Facts, and Fiction, and we out. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for the next installment. Find us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all things friends, facts, and fiction. Our Instagram handle is friends underscore facts underscore fiction. As always, please reach out to us. You can send any of your questions, praise, and fact-checking to friends period facts period fiction at gmail.com. It's important to us to only propagate the truth, and we'll correct any errors we may have made. Your hosts and researchers are... Justin Hammonds, Grant Bramlett, and Drew Shelnut. Our episodes are produced by Grant Bramlett. Additional producership provided by Grace Higgs. Our recording engineer is Grant Bramlett. Lighting design is provided by Justin Hammond. This has been a production of Friends, Facts, and Fiction. I gotta pay. Oh, and another one, uh, just in case, like you don't like any of those other ones, uh, you can reach Justin uh, personally <laughs> at uh, <laughs> two five six. <laughs> <laughs>
around Needing to care but never compassion bound oh, It's obvious, yeah, it's obvious That this life has more aspects than a nigga I can see So living hand to mouth ain't no way to be Paycheck to paycheck, steady stumbling Yeah, we're steady stumbling Why is this economic circle not for the people? We're ready to find out, now. Nah, no need for a sequel But we gotta get out soon So we just pedal faster, pedal faster Peace. 